then in the boarding house um, at my school. So there was like these scholarship kids and then also like the wealthiest people in the world. Mm. And they had rules against, um, you know, like some boarding houses probably have like public displays of affection rules. They had public displays of wealth rules. PDW. Can't make it rain in the hallway. Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Alright, let's do it. Hello. Hello. Woo. Woo. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast. A podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest today, comedian and part of the improv duo Wine Moms. We've got Jen Mackey. How are you, That's Jen? Me. I'm so good. I'm really stoked to be here Hell yeah. and wow. we are here today to talk about singapore wow. where yes. you grew up so we've prepared a special beverage yeah it was the nation's so impressed the, na- yeah. the nation's most famous beverage the singapore sling yeah, yeah. well I, as soon as singapore i saw that sling. i was like no i'm straight into my tom cruise cocktail mode i'm just like <laughs> i was so excited i love it yeah, it's mixing. i've never i don't think i've ever had a sling before so do you want to say what's in it yeah Al? run us through the ingredients I, I, well what i've just put in this one Please. It's probably not what you're reading <laughs> off your internet there because I, I freestyle. It's very much a Flaming Mo style thing. No, I got a uh, – there's gin, there's triple sec, there's grenadine, uh, cherry liqueur, something else. What else you got there, James? I can't remember. Okay, Wine so what they say is it was uh, invented in 1915 at the famous Raffles Hotel by a bartender called Niang Tong Boon, and it's gin-based. With pineapple juice, lime juice, curacao, benedictine, and then giving it its pretty pink hue, a grenadine, and cherry liqueur. So you pretty much got everything. I didn't there. have the curacao, but everything else, I think. And added a bit of triple sec yeah. to it, too. Well, some recipe said that. I don't fucking know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it like the drink, like everyone has their own little tweak on it? Yeah, yeah. I, I did see something like that. There was all these different variations of it, but it's effectively just a very bright pink. It's very uh, sweet. It's got a lot of grog in it, and I imagine that <laughs> in the heat of Singapore, yeah. it gets you fucked up, right? Yeah. Well, I have actually had one before at the Raffles Hotel, ah, which cool. is really beautiful. It's like like old sort of colonial style, and um, there's like fans that are like waving, not yeah. spinning. Oh. Beautiful. Ooh. And um, it's the, one of the only places in Singapore where you're allowed to litter. So you can oh. eat peanuts at the bar and throw them, throw the shells on the ground. Wow. And that must feel like the most salacious thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually, I, I want to talk about that though. The, the whole like, the idea of Singapore being like super strict and really, they call it like, there's these like merch shirts that you can get there that say Singapore is a fine city. And then they've got, right. they list all the fines uh, that you can get. Okay, Very right. clever. And okay. like, shirt after my own heart. <laughs> a half decent bit. <laughs> That's like just in contrast to the Balinese shirts, which is mm. big cocks and like, and yeah. I'll suck someone off for yeah, a dollar or something. So, like, excuse me, I'm fucking token up in the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's this like, like preconceived notion of Singapore that it's, that it's like very strict and very like, you can get in heaps of trouble for everything, like, Littering mm, and mm, chewing, chewing gum, gum etc., etc. Mm, mm. um, and like, that while those things are true, it like doesn't really feel like that. Yeah, when you're when there. You're there. So, so, so give us the backstory. You you born there or just grew up there? Just grew up there. So yeah, I okay. moved there. I, I sort of moved moved around a lot as a kid, but um, 
mainly lived in Singapore as a kid. So I moved there when I was six. Mm-hmm. Um, back again to Brisbane um, when I was like 10 to 12. Mm. Uh, but my dad stayed in Singapore. And then at 12 I went back and stayed there till I was 18. Wow, okay. So you're pretty formative years yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and like I feel like they're the years if you're going to get in trouble with like if it's a very like littering, chewing gum, but that's when you're going to get in trouble for that sort of shit. So you didn't feel on edge no, never. Um, there's also like a lot of laws about um, like gathering and stuff. So you can't like have any kind of gathering without a permit. You can't like, and it's all to do with like Perfect. suppressing. Didn't, didn't realize dictator Dan was in charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fully a benevolent dictatorship. Like yeah. there's, there's elections and they're sort of tokenistic. Um, this is like run by the same family since that Lee. Yeah, yeah Lee Kuan Yew. Yeah. So, so I was reading about this. So I think is he? I think he's a prime minister. Right, so that's the power. But there is a president from like a gather, which is like just a head of state. Mm. But they're um, Lee Kuan Yew's dead now. Right, his yeah. son is the yeah. prime minister, maybe. Yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> but but the president is sort of a, this rotating thing where everyone has a go of it. But the, um, <laughs> I just love the how it's sort of like it's very liberal, but it's very authoritarian. Like they they have a rule where if somebody because there's a lot of different ethnic groups there in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, if a particular one of the designated ethnic groups hasn't been president for a certain amount of time, the next one has to be for someone from that group. So they're right. very like liberal like that in like, oh, like progressive. But then it's like it's extremely like strict who can be eligible to be president. And so there's all these lists of rules. And you first have to nominate, obviously, but you have to also have like never been charged with a crime. You can't have been fined more than $2,000 before. You have to be over 45, can't be a political member of a party. You have to have been a CEO of a company that earns over $500 million a year for at least three years or a head <laughs> yeah. of a similar Lars or it ran all this thing down. Can't and then, be a Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 1999, 2005. Their energy is just too chaotic. Yeah, yeah. But so in, so in 1999, 2005 and 2017, um, because of all those rules, only one person qualified. <laughs> so only one person who nominated could qualify. Everyone else, they were like, nah. So those three elections, they were just one person ran unopposed. Yeah, it really Sick. sounds like the it comes with a free Froget. The Froget is also cursed. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, again, it's sort of like this very like, oh, we've got an elections, but the actual power is like the prime minister who's this one family mm. who it's been, you know, the dad died and then the son now – whatever you said his name, but then like, so this is like, oh, we're showy democratic, but also controlled and, you know. <laughs> There's one guy yeah. and he's a multi-billionaire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's cool. great. So the chewing gum is the famous one. Is that, that's real though, right? You can't, that's there's real. no gum. I don't know what it's like now, but I remember towards the end of when I was at school there, um, you could get chewing gum at the pharmacy, but you had to give your license. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it's oh, like man. original Sudafed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, and that comes from like just li- like littering. Yeah. Like they don't want people littering yes. with chewing gum. And um, I think it's like people always say like, oh, Singapore, it's so clean. And it's not – personally, I don't think it's like that much cleaner than like here, for example. But there's like this massive like civic-mindedness. So mm. people just don't litter and they don't um, do – much crime. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No spray. There's no like graffiti yeah. or anything no like graffiti. that. graffiti. And then it's also, I think people often say that just like because they've heard it before and also in comparison to a lot of other cities in Asia. It's yes. like very, and it's just like nice. Everything's really nice. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
well maintained, I should yeah. say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we we've mentioned this on the pod before, but I was going to move to Singapore for a little bit when I was. Eleven. And then you and found out about the gum, and you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> I don't think so. Like, that's that's <laughs> not without thing. my other like, <laughs> It's like how like the concerns of like a kid, like you know, ebb and flow. Like yeah. when I when we were about to move to Singapore, like I stayed the summer with my grandparents while my parents were over there finalizing everything until it fell apart at the last minute. And like the big thing was like all my friends being like. Okay, so you I've looked into this Singapore place. <laughs> you can't chew gum and you can't spit. What are you gonna do? <laughs> it's like, like two things now. If I was like, I'm moving to Singapore, no one would fucking be like, oh, where are you gonna get big red from, brother? You know, like chewing gum is such a like 12 to 13 year old concern. But imagine that you would be the imagine if you snuck some in though, and you're a bad kid then. You're like, I don't want you hanging out with that Thompson boy yeah, over yeah, there yeah, chewing gum. Chewing. Like that, you'd be like rebellious, right? Yeah, it, is that a badass thing? Like, if you're in high school and like some guys chewing gum, is that like holy shit? Don't do no. <laughs> Not uh, like no, but um, <laughs> the, like I think there's obviously no drugs. Like there was zero zero drug. I never like even mm. saw any drugs. Didn't that, that, while I was um, in high school? There was an Australian guy that got yeah. like hung. Yeah, yeah. They, they're pretty brutal. About I think he got. Oh, maybe he did get hanged and. There's like they do caning and stuff, and there's oh, all these shit. like I've heard rumors that the person who does the caning or did the caning there was like one guy, and he was Sikh, so like this big Sikh guy with the turban, and um and he was like a old school famous cricketer or something. So oh my like, god! And he would um, well, I guess he's got the big old yeah. whack, you know. <laughs> and apparently they would soak it was like properly a rattan cane, and they would soak it. In salt water. Jesus. Oh man! And depending on like true, depending on the crime, he's like, "Do you want me to hit him for a six or a four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, and and so the the like you heard rumors of caning, or people were definitely caned. People get caned, yeah, yeah for sure. Wow. It's like corporal punishment Shit. is part of the mm. like, like so like. You know, instead of uh, community service, you get whacked yeah. with a cane. Yeah. Sort of thing. Shit, yeah. I'd probably take the cane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Well, there's Picking nothing rubbish up off the there's side. There's no of the rubbish. Highway. So they're like, what are we gonna do? You know, there's nothing to fucking fix. We gotta whack people. <laughs> I did. Weird. I went to Singapore once for forty eight hours. That's um, long enough. I say you go there for like literally forty eight hours or five years. Like yeah. you don't need a lot of time. Yeah. There's not. Well, I did. I feel like I didn't really do much because it was at the tail end of. My girlfriend and I went on this like round the world trip mm-hmm. and it was like the stopover on the, the last stopover on the mm, way back to mm. Australia. And so you just wrecked. Like I'd been yeah. partying every night for months and then we kind of got there. And the only thing that stick in my mind was like I just was I couldn't sleep and I went to the zoo, which mm. is like world famous zoo. Yeah. And it was really cool, but I had just, like no sleep. I was like hallucinating. It's <laughs> the worst. And that beers were insanely expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, did you spend as much money – in 48 hours in Singapore as you did. Pretty, like, yeah, pretty much. In just like at a servo, just being like, can I get a six pack of beer? And it was like $40 or something. Shit. Yeah, Jesus it's really, like, I didn't, I, I don't know. I didn't really think about that when I was a kid, but the few times that I've been back as an adult, I'm always like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. how is it this expensive? And like, like there's obviously really cheap food available, mm. like in the hawker stalls, which is, you know, one of my favorite, you know, aspects of Singapore. But, Anything outside of like eating at a hawker stall, you're just splashing cash. Everything is fucked up expensive. Although I do also remember cabs being really cheap when I was a kid. Like, aren't the the cabs like, aren't the prices regulated of all the cabs there? Probably. 
I, everything's regulated. I may be making this up. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> now I went to Singapore for 48 hours. Jen, can I just stop you for a second? I, think I went to a zoo when I was pretty tired. I was so extremely hungover. I, I can't remember. It was eight years ago. I but I think I swear you just shut up the cab driver said that to me. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. You got the proof. <laughs> on the way. On the way from the airport. We know cabbies never talk shit. <laughs> or Although, okay, I'm not trying to be a dick, but aren't... Cab prices regulated here too. Like, aren't cab prices yeah. regulated? Yeah, yeah, they're not like giving you a quote all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, fifteen hundred. Uh, uh, I'm gonna look this up afterwards. And uh, really, per- perfect it timing for it. True. <laughs> Next week we'll have another game. By the way, we're right. doing uh, Hobart, but I uh, just want to circle back on Singapore. You ever been to Singapore? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> have either of you guys been to Singapore? I have. I did the, like as Drew was saying. I did the similar thing. I, I went to wedding in uh, Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Um, and truly Asia, that was the campaign. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's what got us there. So we were in Malaysia. We had a massive like three or four days. That seems like then, a fuck you to Singapore as well. <laughs> well, oh well. Can I just go back a little bit in the history of Malaysia and Singapore, which is uh, basically you know um, uh, a lot of colonialism from from England and the, and the UK and stuff like that. But after World War Two, uh, England and the UK. England and <laughs> the UK, yes, yes, Florence and Machine sort of stuff. <laughs> um, so England, uh, you know, went okay. This is a deal that you guys we're, we're going to let you all go. And then Malaysia, um, which was a bunch of different states of the Malay people, got together, and Singapore was part of Malaysia, and that lasted for a couple of years. And then they had all these fights with Singapore. Singapore were like, you know, didn't agree with all this. I had all these. I think it was the the leader, as you said, he had a very like mindset about how to run things. Mm. So Malaysia kicked a lot of, lot of gum chewers. Over yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Malaysia kicked Singapore out of Malaysia. Ah, oh. so Singapore is like the only modern country to get its independence unwillingly, right? Like, they, <laughs> right, like they, they didn't fight. fight for their independence. They got kicked, they got booted. booted out of the club, and now they're sort of sat there. So I think maybe there's always been like a Malaysian. Did you get that? Was there a Malaysian Singapore sort of yeah rivalry? I think there's definitely a rivalry, and there's like. I would say culturally there's probably a fair bit of suspicion between mm. and like I think that there's like in terms of like ethnically Malay people there's kind of a they're a bit like sort of seen looked down upon a bit. Right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But so it's, it is like it is a really diverse place and mm. for like such a small place that is so like ethnically mm. and culturally diverse it's like amazingly peaceful and it's yeah. it's i mean it it is just a city right there's no it's like countryside it's just a one little island yeah, right it's like I, I think it's like the size of manhattan basically. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Well, that was one fun fact i found when i was looking is that it is it's tiny and but it's actually uh 22 bigger today than the 50s um, just they because they, they import all the sand, like sand from neighbouring countries. Yeah, they countries. do like reclaim land. Yeah, wow. And they just build more land, right? And, but they, what they were doing <laughs> was they... Um, they were coming for you, Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> just, just adding inches. But they just, <laughs> just start throwing like, sand over your neighbour's fence. Yeah. Just like, oh, that's sort of mine. It now. used to get most of its sand from Malaysia, but it wasn't enough, right? So they needed all this sand and basically they went to Indonesia and they were legally importing sand from, you know, from Indonesia. But they were also sneakily, because Indonesia is made up of, it's like an archipelago. There's like 17,000 islands. Mm. And apparently Singapore is responsible for 
the disappearance of at least 24 of those islands. Because <laughs> they just go and stole the sand and like banked up their own place. So Indonesia are doing their island stock take. And they're like, hold on, man, I swear there was an island over there. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Apparently man. another like Malaysia um, factoid between Singapore is um, Singapore doesn't have any natural sources of water. So they have to import their water from either Malaysia or Indonesia. I think it's Malaysia. And they import it in. And then they purify it and like they export a lot of it back to Malaysia oh, because they don't have any they don't have it's not it's as a purifying yeah. right. Yeah. Damn. Just that's funny. Yeah, that's a bit contentious as well though. Mm. I did also read that that Singapore had no water that they sort of have to like they desalinate water, they clean their own wastewater, there's all this like new water and stuff like that. So it must be like a just an ongoing challenge to yeah. get yeah. they're just so they're they're extremely rich, but like we got we need sand, we need water, right? Like we yeah. got like, the basics we're trying to Yeah. They want the, they need the beach. Sand yeah, and water. That's and it. I'm sure you guys noticed this when you went to visit, but like it is so small, but there's still so much of it is so green. Like it's mm. like yeah. jungle totally. city. It's yeah. really And really the zoo ruled because they I love monkeys. I'm just, I'll put that out in the record. <laughs> <laughs> fan. Everyone was thinking it. so Finally. In Australia, and the monkeys are all caged up. It's so sad. You want to get out there and wrestle them. But they, they just have monkeys <laughs> running around that. everywhere. Yeah, and they're like, can we just make, don't let me out of the cage. That guy there <laughs> looks wants, like he wants to this, wrestle. This little guy's got a glint in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get up in the tree. No, I'd get up in the tree with him. Do you have been to Japan? You Never, should go. The, no. They have the the little um, mountain there that has the monkeys roaming free with the big pink butts. Love it. And they, they sit in the hot water. Yeah, yeah. And they like we. I went on the mountain and I watched it steal someone's wallet. It was cool. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Monkeys you didn't say anything. Yeah, the monkeys <laughs> no, I, well, I did. Um, I mean, the person saw it. They're like, the monkey's got my wallet, and I was like, well, shouldn't have had it out. <laughs> I, yeah, so I was saying before, like I did the same thing I as Drew. I had a, a wedding on the way back. I was like, let's stop in Singapore and have a night. Or I think we literally stayed for one day. So it was like land in the morning, have the day, sleep, get up, go. But it was, it was great. It was a. I was like, anytime going that way around the world it was just about three months before coronavirus. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm coming back in a couple of months. But then, uh, yeah, it was perfect. It was like because it was, a, you know, a beautiful city. Lots to do, but yeah, I feel like a week would probably be too long to visit. Unless maybe if you were staying in like some flossy hotel yeah. and you could just like max relax. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, there's like there's heaps to do and a lot going on, but it's so small you don't you don't need that much time. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think I mentioned off mic, but I was hanging with a Singaporean friend of my girlfriend last night trying to like do some very half arts last minute research. Mm. And I was like, what? Is that why he brought I Love Monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Written on my wrist. <laughs> um, but she straight away, I was like, she mentioned a couple of things. Um, and apparently they're kind of, I guess, semi-related. But she was like, she's, every time I go back, my friends are like, hey, do you want to go for a drink? And she's like, yeah, where are we meeting? And they're like, the Thai disco. Got to meet at the Thai disco, which is sort of related to one of the most famous places in Singapore, which is the Orchid Towers, otherwise uh, known as the Four Floors of Whores. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fam- famous to who? <laughs> it's world famous. Uh, like, <laughs> I looked at it. When I, when I, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. When she told me, I was like, I uh, looked it up straight away. And hold, it was on, just, hold on, hold on. So the hotel's called the Orchid Towers. It's not a hotel. It's like a... It's like a mall. Uh, yeah. 
Right. And it's just, Everything is a mall. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's a, and like so during a, the day, you can go there and it's like, yeah, you go on a fucking, you get in, go on the food court, but then by night, it, it turns into these like hostess bars. Mm. I actually, I think I do know, where, I was like, I don't know what that is, but I think I do know what where the Thai disco is. I think I went there after a wedding, not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, which is basically, from, from what she told me was, the Thai discos were all just hostess bars. And yeah. she, she was like, all my mates just hang it. That's where they go for after work drinks. And she's like, oh, fucking hell. All right, I'll come to this. And she goes in there and she's always like frowned upon because all the women there are trying to like get money from the guys. And she's sort of, they're treating her like competition. Right, she's, she's okay. Like, I just want to hang out with my friends. Can Shit. you leave me alone? But the, the Orca Towers thing is apparently is, it's like what you told me in Japan that you said you wanted to do, but be the guy version of yeah yeah you considered being a oh, host for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like i don't know how explicit it is right the there. world's worst economic plan but yeah go. i don't know how explicit it is it's not like you're walking in like i'm going to a brothel but it's like they'll buy you drinks and you like you're splashing out all this cash <laughs> so jamie like, did that and it's like you know it'd be great if this was in reverse <laughs> <laughs> In Japan, host bars exist and hostess bars. So a host, basically what it is, is like the bar comes in and either the host or the hostess is paid company. You don't have to have sex with them or anything. You're just paid to talk to them, light their cigarettes, laugh at their jokes, and then eventually you get... Fucking gifts from like a man. I could get a Rolex watch. <laughs> Who, who's paying for your company? I don't like, know some some woman who's like, oh, I'm pretty lonely, and I'd be like, well, I could light your cigarette, have, <laughs> have, a, have a bloody yarn oh with you. Oh, I get picked on on this pod so much, but come on, that's no, the no. worst thing that's any. any of this is, oh, because I have a career ambition. <laughs> you think stand ups any better? <laughs> Oh my lord! So, this, so what's the disco like? It's the it's the nightclub. I think that's it? just what they call like a yeah. Thai disco is like a hostess bar. And right, there's like a few of them. But the, that whole like the four floors thing, apparently as well. She was telling me is that they're all freelance like sex workers. So it's not like it's this organization. Mm. But apparently the the custom is it's like bottom floor. Uh, it, it like it goes up in quality as you get to the top floor, <laughs> and the bar at the top, the, the bar at the top is called like ten mm. out of ten. <laughs> oh man! But also, yeah. if you're freelance, you're self-selecting. It, like, how much fucking low self-esteem you yeah, got? Shoot, yeah. for, shoot for level four. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the bounce like turning you away. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> Jamie's like, where's the basement? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be going for level two. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm in a new country. I don't want to see my. <laughs> I don't want to see him up myself, but you know, you gotta back yourself to get ahead a little. But so. I, like, I was fascinated just by that, and also just the light, the nightlife in general. Because mm. I mean, you told me over message, you used to be hitting Ministry of Sound yeah. when you were like in your what, 15, so, yeah, 16? I started going out to nightclubs when I was like fourteen, and um, no oh. ID, no like. So there was like this. Um, it was like a travel agency not near my school, and you could like this is what we did: we photocopied our passports like snipped out a little number to put on the date date, and then photocopied them again, took that into the travel agency and they'd give you like a student traveler ID. And, um, and then we could, yeah, get into, get into nightclubs. We went, the one, the main one we started going to was called Cheeky Monkeys. 
Um, Every country has one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, There's one of those in Byron Bay. And yeah, we we went there a lot until that because that was before Ministry of Sound opened up, and then we started going to Ministry of Sound, and um, and it was first called Zook, and then Ministry of Sound, and. Yeah, it was like a full-blown, like, And no drugs. Club. Like, is it drugs in the nightclub or is it like everyone just drinking and... Just drinking. Yeah. Wow. If you so want to do something illicit there, you get some gum. Yeah, <laughs> someone's in the in the bathroom just, like, chewing yeah. gum on the toilet. That's, like, imagine going off your head on MD and you're trying to chew and no one's got gum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we don't want to risk it. Yeah, my school actually did um, drug tests. So, like, Holy shit. kiss and hair tests. And hair, hair tests? Yeah. Are they trying to solve crime as well? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the... the clean for heroin, but also you murdered Mrs. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, and, like... I got tested a bunch of times and I'd never, I was like, why are you doing this? I've never even seen a drug. And like, yeah, because I guess you just, w- did you grow up thinking drugs were bad? And like, were you like, this is, oh, well, I understand because drugs are horrible because it was so enforced or were you like, this is ridiculous? Well, so what would happen? Like, I just, I just didn't have any access to them. So, so I didn't, didn't really know. think about yeah, it. But yeah. then um, the, basically what would happen if the school caught you doing drugs, they would basically contact your parents and, like if you were if you got caught by the cops you would get either like brutally punished or deported and so oh. the um the school would contact your parents and be like you have to leave the country <laughs> yeah that's that's an awkward parent teacher interview yeah. Yeah. yeah i remember a guy in my grade got caught he'd like smoked some weed or something and somehow or maybe like even when he wasn't in Singapore, had smoked weed and got caught. Because you come back with it in your hair or something. Yeah. Holy shit. And, um, and, yeah, he just had to leave the country. That's so That's crazy. Are they, um, are they testing you at random or is it yeah. like in your school diary, like the no, 27th random. of April? Damn. Random. It's weird. Fucking hell. That's cra- I did read some other weird laws, which I think you said there was some stigmatism about certain things, but I think there was a lot of stuff in the 60s and stuff that they've gotten rid of, but – Everyone remembers. Apparently, long hair for men was banned in the sixties uh, to prevent no hippies. Prevent hippies, really. And uh, so, basically, I'm supportive t- of that law. Yeah, uh, have a look hair, at this. You know, having a full so head not, of hair. So, if you turned up with long hair as a man at the airport, you either had to have a haircut at the airport, free haircut, or like they go go there and cut your hair, or you have to fucking turn around and leave. And <laughs> and if you had slightly long hair. It, they, at government agencies that you would be served last. <laughs> right? So it So this sign says males with long hair will be attended to last and it's got photos of a guy and it's like hair down to his eyebrows covering his ears. So apparently well, because of this, uh, Cliff Richard, Led Zeppelin, the Bee Gees had to cancel gigs there. <laughs> so they were apparently turning up and then their manager was like, no, you can't. You can't That's have so long funny. hair. So they just cancelled the fucking That's gig. That's so funny. So the other, imagine other th- like going to see... You know, Led Zeppelin, and they've turned up in with like Crew flat cuts. tops. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to do it, singing about like investment funds and stuff. <laughs> um, and then that's uh, also, and again, I think these are these laws that are either being taken off the books or are sitting on the books, but you'll never get in trouble for them. But they're, apparently, it's true. It's illegal to walk around your own house naked. Mm. Uh, that one's true. I still, to this day, have never been nude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's all. Illegal. I don't know how you're getting caught with that. You're fucking testing hair or something. I don't Maybe know. Your neighbor have to dob in or something. Yeah, this one sounds, I think we should absolutely do this one. You get fined $150 if you don't flush a public toilet. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah bring I'll that, that in. If you come out of the public toilet and someone goes in there, and what if it's a floater that pops back? <laughs> yeah, 150 bucks, <laughs> Drew. You can't use that excuse. Fill me once, mate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think um, and. Uh, and the, yeah, so the, uh, the other thing I found that the reason that the one of the big reasons they got rid of gum in the first place was they bought the new rail, si- the train system, and then people were sticking a, a gum on the sensors of the doors, and the doors weren't shutting, and so it was embarrassing for this new rail system to be like malfunctioning because of fucking gum. So then the, the ban the gum. That's the a ban real, the gum, baby. Real no soup for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The MR, so the train system's called the MRT, yes, and it's MRT. very. Cool. It's good. It's, it's really efficient. Everything's on time. It's super clean. And like, there's in a weird like this. This is very rings very true for Singapore to me. Is that there's like all of these campaigns everywhere about like courtesy. Mm. And um, back when I first moved there, um, I don't think they would do this anymore. But there was this like character, and his name was Mister Kiasu, and like Kiasu is like an attitude in Singapore of like to be Kiasu is like I want to be like in front of you it's like being discourteous so right. like being like I want to be in front of you I want to like I'm not going to let you sit down because I want to sit down I don't want to flush a toilet I I'm in a rush toilet, I'm yeah. going to put my gum and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so it was like yeah Mr. Kiasu it was like all of these campaigns about like how to be courteous and yeah. like it feels very like when I go there now it seemed very normal to me at the time but when I go there now I'm like why do you have to like tell people all of this stuff all of the time yeah. just like let them live <laughs> and like lots of, like full blown like ad campaigns of like don't rape anyone and like, wow. <laughs> and, like <laughs> if yeah. you see Jesus. someone being harassed Stay something like lots of lots of that, and I know we have stuff like that here, but it's like on a whole different. Not scale. so like not so I guess um, patronizing, you yeah. know, like very much. If we didn't tell you this, you would do it. Yeah, you know? and yeah. like very all th- sort of things like just heaps of ads on the um on the MRT being like, don't put your bag on the seat. Remember, like if you see someone pregnant, let them sit down, mm. and like just to the to a much higher degree than like anything you would see. It would look really weird here. Is Mr. Kiasu paint is he a bad guy? Like don't be like Mr. Kiasu. Yeah, don't be like Mr. So Kiasu. He's like is he a villain. cartoon? Yeah, he's a cartoon. Or does he look like just like an he, angry blog? Yeah, he's like just kind of like anime. <laughs> <laughs> anime Maybe I'll look him up, see if Chewing I can. Chewing gum. Yeah, I'd like to I'll, see this guy. I'll pull him up. I would hate to be the fucking like I mean, don't get me wrong. I love rules, all of them. Move <laughs> me to Singapore, make me the president. Give me five hundred million dollars. I'll put more rules in. But like, I would love. I'd hate to be at that. Yeah, hate to be at that civic budget meeting where they're like, "All right, we're dedicating like twenty million. Don't rape anyone. (laughs) Thirty million. No bags on the (laughs) (laughs) seat." Mr. Kiasu seems a bit sus, but yeah, he looks like it. He, he looks, looks like, like someone a, who wouldn't obey the rules. He looks like a sticker. Like you know how like there's emojis, then there were stickers yeah. and gifs. He looks yeah. like a weird sticker character from. Well, we have ads here. It's like don't, you know, be like healthy Harold. Right? Don't like, drink, drive, or you've got a small dick and stuff like that. Well, they're all know? more harrowing here, except for that one. I mean, actually, you know, having a That's small dick. Pretty pretty harrowing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about it. But there's a lot of like very serious ads of like people on life support 
And it's like, because you, you drank, drove, you killed his whole family. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. But yeah. that's just like a cartoon, guys. Like, mm. don't rape anybody. Uh, <laughs> I I lived in Singapore during SARS. During oh, oh, the, wow. the original. COVID. The original. The prequel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and menace. I actually still remember um, the, so there's another like character um, and his name's Pua Chu Kang and he's a plumber and he's played by this, um, I think he's a plumber or like construction worker. He's played by this very famous uh, Singaporean actor called um, Gurmit Singh. Mm. And, um, and Pua Chu Kang is like, yeah, super famous character. He's like a construction worker. And he did this like P, uh, PSA ad and it was like, SARS is the virus that we want to minus. <laughs> no more surprises. And, and he's like catchphrase was use your brain so it was like use your brain use your brain use your brain la that's <laughs> like, you know what i think singapore just like treat every problem like it's a kindergarten school you know like <laughs> everyone is like just that. like we need a jingle we need know, a cartoon how much more to- would you get done if you just told everyone like it's anime and people would be like ah yes sir do you, so you reckon all those anti-vax protesters if there was some like every deep south trump supporter would be just won over by a guy who does limericks <laughs> yeah. So SARS would have been pretty scary, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like when COVID first started happening, I was like, guys, relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm okay. <laughs> the same thing because we had <laughs> SARS, then swine flu, and they both fizzled out to nothing. And then I had the same thing. I was like, come on. But know. SARS was pretty big in Singapore. Yeah, right? the main thing I remember is um, the... They turned off the bubblers at my school. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, which, was, which was tough because it's very hot, very hot in Singapore. Well, how did that? Oh, I, I mean, I guess, but still, I feel like that everyone just dies of <laughs> dehydration. Yeah, and I also remember I caught a plane back from Singapore to Brisbane to see my sister who was in uni, and it was like, it was like super cool for me because I was going, flying by myself to like hang with my sister by myself, and um, it was during SARS, and my parents were like, you must wear a mask on the plane. And I was like, I'm not a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they were like, promise me that you will. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I promise. And then I didn't. Uh-oh. And then um, I was on like some medication for my skin or whatever. And I got to Brisbane and it started giving me like heartburn. And I remember lying there and I was like, I've got SARS. Yeah, you sound exactly like two members of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a headache. It must be a brain tumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I feel sleepy. It's 11.30 p.m. I got COVID. <laughs> that, that would have been uh, crazy. But so, so even like, so even at the height of SARS in Singapore, it was nothing like COVID. No, nothing else. like this. I'd yeah. also remember like, they started, there was a lot of like temperature scanners. So like mm. everywhere you walk, everywhere you walked into, they would like scan your temperature. And if you had, um, had a high temperature, sorry, bang. Um, uh, but yeah, I've heard yeah. that like COVID, um, is, is really like, it's been really hard in Singapore. Like they're quite well vaccinated, like they're quite high numbers of vaccinations, mm. but some, some friends of mine who live there now have been like posting images of like all of the restrictions for like group gatherings and stuff and it's so complicated it's like four children can hang out if 
three of them are vaccinated. <laughs> like, you can have like six adults and two children, and like just seeing the seeing the like infographics, I was like, no one understands yeah. that. Oh God, get out the fucking spreadsheets. Let's crunch some numbers. <laughs> I uh, I have this one of my favorite articles I've ever seen. It just came up uh, about Singapore. So I don't know if this is something you know about. Um, but apparently there's otters in the Singapore Bay. Oh, yeah. Oh, and this is the best part, though. Apparently there's two different otter gangs. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. there is the Bishan gang and the Marina gang. And so Bishan is uh, Bishan uh, is at the Kalang Basin. So they live at the Kalang Basin. And the Marina otter family gang, they live in the Marina Bay. And the Bishan gang keep coming into Marina and so I read this article, Bishan Otters defeat Marina rivals again in Caroline <laughs> Basin Clash. And it's got this oh photo God. of these otters That's charging so at each other. So oh, wow. And so basically. Cinematic. Yeah. So, it, there's <laughs> a, so they're fighting. They're they fight. Fighting for turf. So there's a YouTube video of it and they basically like th- these, these otters, I don't know if you guys can see, but they just charge at each other and they're just. Like a big gang, and they attack (laughs) each other. The marinas are split up, and this guy's commentating like, oh, no, the gang is split up, and they're just having this big fight in the middle, and then eventually the Bashin uh, otters run away to, to, you know, to look, Bashin in hot pursuit. And they just fight, and they all and, and, the, and it looks like fifties gang style, like yeah, almost like, wholesome fighting. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. At each other. So that's where they're like, you know, they just like, like fight, and then they <laughs> run away. But they they're fighting for territory. But I just. Love that some guys keeping tabs of the of the score. You know yeah, what I mean? Gangs. He's got in, and someone's at home just like, oh, the fucking Bichon I mean, have lost well, again. This yeah. team's useless. Singapore doesn't on. have like heaps of good sporting teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 What's the odd gang? We got to fire the fucking Rock- coach. I tell you, <laughs> and, uh, rocking up to Singapore on our homemade Bichon. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, ah, a real one. <laughs> and the other thing I had uh, was uh, there's a like. We talked about well, we had the sling, but uh, the the trains as well. The the is it durian? Du- mm. Is that the fruit or something? Oh, the durian, one that yeah. stinks. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that's King banned. Of yeah, yeah. It, like cleared out uh, Canberra, um, like a Woolies in Canberra, like my old local Woolies, like a week ago. Because one, I got, I don't know, if, I've never seen it or what, but I think you like get the skin off or something, and then have it's you ever yeah, had it, yeah, yeah, I have, and there's lots of like it's really, really popular there. So it's massive. It's kind of like uh, I don't know, like a jackfruit or something. Like it's bigger than a football, uh, bigger than a water, like a big watermelon, mm. and it's really spiky. Mm. Um, and like you have to like hack it open, and then inside it's got like kind of like pulpy pod kind of things that you like take out. They're like the size of a fist, oh. and um, it's. It reeks and it also, I think it really tastes like a mixture between like banana and petrol (laughs) and like it's really like acrid and like it smells really rotten and and it makes you really gassy as well. I, I like... I can't possibly imagine I mean, you're why. You're selling this so well. Yeah. But <laughs> also, also love it. In, a, in a city with no gum either. I feel like you've got to have a stink of this stuff, right? Yeah. So, what do they love about it? Is it? Does it have a taste that you get to at the end where there's. The it must be like blue cheese it's or something, acqu- right? It's kind of like an acquired taste because, like, when I lived in Eastwood, there were a ton of fucking durians being imported. And I remember the first time being in like an Asian grocery store and someone being like, here's a durian. And they like cracked it open. I was like, 
what the fuck is it? So is it, like, it smell like a dead body? Like a it's it's a it's hard to describe. Like it's, it's an not, interesting smell. Like it. No, it doesn't smell like a dead body because it's like it's very it's it's fruit like it smells like, like a rotten it smells fruit. like a rotten fruit right and so it's like, just rich as fuck yeah and like Jen, I really think it smells very petrolly okay. mm. uh, people who love it love it though. yeah and there's like lollies of it and like drinks <laughs> of it and stuff I don't know I don't get Jury it durian cruiser yeah durian cruiser oh my god yeah That's well there were tons of like market. durian flavor <laughs> there are tons of durian flavored things in Australia you can get that are also have like. The distinct smell. We should try it out. I'll try it out for sure. Like, That's. I mean, I, I picture it like blue cheese because that is smells disgusting at first, but you kind of get used to it, and then you crave. But it's it. not yeah. clearing out so a not. carriage. I on think a it's train, more you know? pungent than blue cheese. That, right? I always thought, it, and I have no, but I just in my head thought, oh, it must be one of those things that just smells really bad. But then when you eat it, it doesn't. It doesn't translate the same. But you're saying even the taste is bad. I think so. But <laughs> wow. Like, but like people must. They yeah. They're not lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing it to seem cool. <laughs> I yeah. found something on Singapore, and it's one of my favorite genres of uh, community notice board style articles. Uh, ghost? things we find. Ghostly? It's not about ghosts, unfortunately. Okay. Uh. It's about, uh, so this guy, his name is Daryl Yao. Uh, he is. Oh, Daryl. <laughs> he's Jen's <laughs> high school crush uh, And he's here right now Daryl <laughs> Come on in um, No he's an Instagram famous photographer Okay, And so like he has more than like 100,000 followers He's collaborating with this uh, fashion influencer in Singapore Called uh, Andrea Chong And he also does like brand work with uh, Sony, Oppo and Uniqlo So it takes like Photos for them, but also uses their merchandise. So he's like, hey, this was shot on the Sony, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And uh, he um, also, he teaches photography courses for these brands about how to like expand your brand, what times to post on Instagram, that sort of stuff. He has over a thousand photos on his profile. A lot of these photos are like, hey, I took this with the Sony AR7 mm-hmm. II. Uh, it looks great. It captures very crisp colors. Main <laughs> problem is... He didn't take any of the photos. Oh, so, really? yes. uh, so, like, he's pretty famous at this point, but this online publication in <laughs> Singapore called Mothership published an expose on Yao that found, like, m- almost all of his photos with many captions, like, claiming he was there, like, waiting for the photo or getting the perfect op were just stolen from other Instagram pages, covers of travel books, or from the stock image database shutter stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. How do what? these people think they're getting away with like that low level? Well, like oh, some no. of them, so it fancy them up a bit. So like, say what you will about this guy's photography skills because we don't really know. But he was pretty good at Photoshop because he'd get like a thing, uh, like a, a stock image of like a beautiful town in Tuscany and then like overlay some flowers on it and look like he snatched the whole shot. Right. Um, He's going to get caned by that big suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, like egregiously as well. He also had like a habit of like photoshopping himself into these stock photos. I mean, so, that almost so proves like, that he didn't take the photo, right? If he's like, but I think like he's saying he set him up. So he's like, oh, I can't believe I'm walking around Bangkok. So beautiful. And then like they found like the stock photo and then he'd been photoshopped directly into right, it. Like, okay. So he'd done that. And like... Uh, He's basically like doing this and also showing off the capability of the, of the Sony AR7 II camera. Didn't use it. Well, obviously not. But so once this uh, yeah. ex- once this expose was published, like Yao, uh, he quickly started like deleting a bunch of photos from his Instagram. 
And like, I think they said like it had 1,500, it went down to 1,000 pretty quickly. And the other ones, he starts adding credits. So like all of a sudden, like there's a thing there being like at Shutterstock. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, this publication, Mothership, they're smelling a scoop. So they reached out to Yao who didn't respond. But then he spoke to another local news website to defend himself where he said that like he hadn't done anything wrong, essentially. His practice was that like, the brands he collaborated with knew what he was doing. He paid for the stock photos, which made oh, it okay. Right. okay. And he added credit where possible. He also claimed that the photos he nicked from Shutterstock, because he added Photoshop layers, they were composites, which means they didn't require crediting. Oh. Even though... He's an artist, man. Yeah, man. Just See, a I put, a hustler. Yeah. yeah. yeah look, look at this one. I put sunglasses on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's wrong there too because Shutterstock in their bylaws for paying for stocks photos expressly say you have to credit every photo you take from here. Yeah. You can't do yeah, that. You can't steal a car and then repaint it. So <laughs> you'd be like, uh, actually, it's my car. <laughs> so he said that his clients knew that he used stock photos to do his work and he did not intentionally deceive fans and it was a pity that it came across that way he further dug a hole when he said that he never claimed the photos had been taken live at the time depicted despite such captions as what a beautiful reveal santorini p.s this photo was taken with the sony ar7 too <laughs> look at the kind of colors this camera purchases. live by me right yeah. now i press the button or another one who needs a paddle pop with a sky like this <laughs> hours well spent waiting for this one or the start of my morning and this is my view and it's just something he took off like a travel book cover and then so like people s- dumb for falling people for starting uh, like dragging online right and so then a day after the denial, he came clean and apologized for defending the photos. But depending on how you want to see the ending of this, the expose and apology has given him more followers. So he's gone up from like just around 100 to 120,000, many of them super supportive of his new uh, lifestyle. And now he... <laughs> his new lifestyle. Yeah, his new lifestyle is a fraud. Yeah. He's come out as a fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ne- we so need ne- to stop pretending that your Photoshop jobs on our Instagram are real photos. I feel like we're, I'm getting ahead of this by doing that. We're going to get in trouble one day. But <laughs> when and, then you, and then you're going to get 20,000 more followers. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like you weren't on the cover Do of we? the Bateman's Bay Almanac. <laughs> <laughs> Do we tell the story about when I Photoshopped Jamie on... It was with Rosie's, Rosie's last step, and we and it was about music oh, festivals. Yeah, my God. And so because we so we, since we normally take a photo, we remember we got to take a photo with Jam before we leave. But yeah. when we do it in studio, we take a photo because we haven't been doing a Zoom. I've just been photoshopping everyone's heads on something. And Rosie's episode, we did f- uh, music festivals, and so we found this photo of like these four muscly, huge guys and this girl at a festival, and I put Rosie and then us three on these huge beefcake guys <laughs> and uh, sent and then Jamie's wife Amy <laughs> sent us a message sent me and drew a message saying Jamie has been looking at this photo <laughs> for 15 minutes <laughs> and it's just a photo of him <laughs> really muscly body and she said it's a photo of Jamie looking at the phone just like stroking it like oh one day <laughs> Rosie was probably doing the same <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Yeah, well, you know, one day yeah. for both me and Rose. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best for both of us. Oh, man, that's great. Oh, so, so that, yeah, yeah, the guy, uh, well, the, the postscript is the guy still takes photos, but now, so like, you know how on Instagram, like, 
you can take multiple photos and scroll across. Yeah. Now he doesn't just take like the one photo being like, oh, I was in Santorini. Look at the seashells. Like now he has to be like, hey, I was at this fucking place. Scroll across to see proof of me doing it. And like, <laughs> so like there's things. I thought he'd be like, I was at this website. Now like the second and third photos are all like videos of like him setting up the camera. And doing <laughs> oh my stuff. God. Because people he should post the photo, him. like his photo, like, this is my view this morning. Like, hey, what an office. And then the next photos are all the photos that he stole to make that photo. Like, yeah, you know, the flowers. The well, it's interesting that you say that because after he got uh, after he got done, he apologized and disappeared for like six months. His first photo back was like a heavily Photoshopped photo of like his arms throwing all his famous photos in the air on fire to symbolize the fact that he oh. was starting a new yeah. <laughs> much rules. like me with my new stereosonic body. <laughs> <laughs> so is there like is there like a Singapore celebrity? I mean obviously there's it's a, it's a country, right? But is there like local celebrities that sort oh, of yeah, you know? Singh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kung. Yeah, I guess there are. I mean, I definitely like when I moved there in it would have been like 1994 or something. Mm. When I first moved there, yeah. And um, there was only, like, one – or there was, like, four TV channels. Mm. And, um, and like, I remember, like, growing up and seeing, like, the same people on the TV all the time and, like, very recognisable. I don't know if they're still celebs, but um, there's – like, we wouldn't – we also didn't get that many, like, gigs coming and stuff. So, like yeah. – I did see the, the first like gig I ever saw there was the Rolling Stones with my dad. So you get like massive, massive stadium with tours. With crew cuts. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Keith Richards slipper. And like, I remember yeah, exactly. I, I saw like Avril Don't Lavigne. Don't test his hair. And Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yeah. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and um, the, the, um, the Black Eyed Peas. And like oh, when God. something like that would come through, you would go and it would be like, everyone from school yeah, would yeah, be going yeah, to the yeah, Black Eyed yeah. Peas and like you'd also see like your teachers there and stuff. <laughs> 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 because everyone had, everyone wanted to get it started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now remember it's get it started. <laughs> What's the other one? Let, get, let's get it R word. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it would have been pretty insular like that, I guess. Yeah, so. like that's something that like I think is a bit of a shame. I, I really do think it's different now. Like I've been back a few times and I have a lot of friends who like live there now who I grew up with there who like left went to university and came back and have now like made their lives there um which is lovely but um it's changed so much but like to the point where like I don't know like I walk around I don't recognize anything anymore um in a lot of places and then also I think that there's like a lot more subculture now like I feel like when I was there it was really like homogenous um in terms of like like there wasn't any like there wasn't any underground like music culture or or maybe there was and I just like absolutely didn't have access to it but I don't really think there was and it was Mm. just very like everyone at my school was like we all sort of like dressed the same did Mm. the same stuff had access to like the same cultural touch points yeah and like there wasn't like a lot outside of that so Avril Lavigne isn't really Avril rebelling, Levine. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, she wore a tie. <laughs> Maybe as a not belt. to you. Yeah. <laughs> if there's like uh, classic skater boy logic. <laughs> See you <laughs> later. <Yeah. laughs> um, there's like expat comedy and stuff there. I think, right? Yeah. You know, well, like it's, I think it's just is, it's all, yeah. there's so much. Uh, it's so expat, right? I mean, yeah. Well, actually, 
that's interesting that you say that. You, you're a bit of an expat boy, right, Jamie? Yes. So how do you feel about the word expat? Do you think it's okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, we just said the X word. <laughs> <laughs> well, a list of words that I think are okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, as far I, I guess, like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's never bothered me. There are far worse words to call people than an expatriate. It's, like. Oh, so the way that I sort of mean it is, like, and this is particularly true in Singapore, like expats, I, I was an expat my whole life. and But then like why are, you know, fancy white people living somewhere expats and like Bangladeshi construction workers are like immigrants. immigrants. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I you flipped like it on us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we weren't being mean enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I guess it's a good question because like yeah. I, I guess I would have probably – because I know like well, calling is it a former – Colon, colonizers because it was like expats like english people and they're fucking yeah. expats everywhere because i mean like that, i think like that's a bigger thing to label yourself that in singapore because like looking singapore up for the research there's a lot of like websites like hey we're expat living and stuff and well, yeah my mom actually my mom uh is a journalist and she was a columnist and when for the korea mail in brisbane and then we moved over to singapore and like i think for a while she like faxed her column back because it was like slightly not pre-internet but like pre heaps of internet and um (laughs) and and then she ended up she started a magazine in singapore called um expat magazine she also had i thought you were gonna say mothership yeah (laughs) she she scooped that guy (laughs) she also this is kind of like quite cool classic singapore vibes she she worked at the australian high commission as a um like media liaison and then she ended up um, being – so the Australian High Commissioner who came in was gay and he didn't have a partner. And the um, job, the role of um, residence manager always w- was offered to the High Commissioner's wife and um, so would, like, manage the residence and the parties and stuff that the High Commissioner would have. But um, the guy came in, he was gay, didn't have a partner, and my mum – was his like residence manager and speechwriter and beard essentially. Wow. So yeah. like they would attend events together. Um and like they wouldn't like hold hands or anything, but because being gay is not legal Shit. in Singapore, okay. like it was kind of just like a thing where people could see what they wanted to see. Yeah. So yeah. everyone knew it was a sham, but that was like, okay, you're at least pret- you're not making us address it. Well yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if like they would have known or not known but like they it was they were attending events yeah together not like not like making out in the corner yeah. <laughs> 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 we gotta make them believe it <laughs> we gotta duck in this closet right now yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what ja- that's jamie's career i feel the reverse yeah, i think that's where you can get some lady who's a lesbian who wants to be the hey, what do prime you minister. say you can be the reverse beard and get oh you want me to be a beard you think that's yeah. a good yeah well, move or is it called a beard the other way <laughs> yeah it's american yeah, yeah. American. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy so your mum did that for a while and she was basically up in the, in the upper echelon of yeah. singapore yeah oh, he then cool. went Politics. on to become the australian uh delegate to the un and she like they were, they were really good mates and like right. she goes over and like hangs out with him in New York and goes to like Broadway shows. And, and you're allowed to be gay there, but she's <laughs> like, no, I'm pretty sure we should play it safe. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> 
that's great. Oh man, that, but it is an interesting point about the uh, about I guess the expat thing. So it would be like, yeah, I think a bunch of you know British people just probably didn't want to call themselves immigrants. Yeah, and they just wanted to live in another part of the world and just. Yeah. Know. Well, and like I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Like, but so I after I lived in Singapore, I moved to Phnom Penh. And then um, after uni, I went and lived over in um, Scotland for a bit. And it's well, like we can milk a few episodes. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy to. Um, but then, like when I lived in Phnom Penh, also still an expat. But then, like going to the UK, I didn't refer to myself as an expat. Yeah, yeah. Was no, like that wasn't really I'm like. Not, yeah, never, that's never crossed yeah. my mind. But it's such a strange I would say, distinction. I would say in my like because when it was at its height, like when I was in Holland the word expat was thrown around the most, you know, you're 12. So it's just like, I don't give a fuck about that. I want to play Siphon Filter on the PS1. Great so like you, you just don't think, it's yeah. one of those things you don't think about. I'm thinking about gum and spitting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about the connotations of like what a word means. Yeah. We used to get called as well. I remember like someone coming to school and doing like a, a presentation or something like, and they, they referred to us as third culture kids. So it's Ooh. like... You have your home Sounds culture. Sounds like a boy band. Like yeah. Culture <laughs> kid. Yeah, you have your like your home like your home country culture. Then there's the culture of the place that you live, and then there's like the culture of being someone who lives in the place. The expat right. culture yeah, the expat of culture. Singapore. Yeah. yeah, right. Third culture kids. Yeah. I love that. Even then, it's still not a, baby. Like it's not even that <laughs> insulting. You know, it's it's you know, kids come here and they get all sorts of horrible names, but. Yeah. The worst you get is third. <laughs> oh, you got a lot of culture, baby. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have a good – so I went to an international school, right? Yeah. So I yeah. went to the United World College of Southeast Asia. Cool. And great school. Um, loved my time there. But there was um, it, there was it was a boarding school element as well. And um, there was like – so United World College, there's like heaps of them around the world and a lot of them accept heaps of um, scholarship students from mm. like everywhere, all walks of life. But then in the boarding house um, at my school, so there was like these scholarship kids and then also like the wealthiest people in the world. Mm. And they had rules against, um, you know, like some boarding houses probably have like public displays of affection rules. They had public displays of wealth rules. (laughs) PDW. (laughs) (laughs) Can't make it rain in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a boy um, in my grade and his name was Bill Lai and he was from Thailand. Bill Lai, the science guy. Bill Lai, the, <laughs> Bill Lai, the Thai guy. And um, he, yeah, Bill Lai. And then his brother came the next year um, from Thailand to join the boarding house. Mm-hmm. And he was... Um, Bill Truth. Tr- he was Trill. <laughs> Trill Lai. And it wow. turned out they were, their names were actually Billion and Trillion. Oh, And they had another sibling back in Thailand. Good Julia. <laughs> All right, listen, mate. Sorry, the stock market's crashed. We've got to change your name. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, yeah, no. Mill. You're, you're, you're brother Andrew. <laughs> your credit card Get debt lie. That is, that is insane. Amazing. Your I name is ever, like, Trill. I wouldn't have even thought of that as well. Because like, oh, I've heard like, of like oh, Trilly, Billy. Redneck, <laughs> redneck names. But yeah. I, thought, I even thought the, the Uber rich didn't go too far to name their kids. That's stupidly. ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Great. So yeah, they got, that's how I guess they got around the public uh, wealth display. It's like <laughs> roll call, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be called. Oh no, that's unreal. I just wanted to mention one last thing. 
because take it back to the start, the Singapore slang. Oh, from Raffles. Do you know why it was, like it, how it originally came to popularity? Oh, um, I thought you were gonna say why it's called Raffles. No, but although Raffles, bit of trivia, created the Singapore slang, also was the site of a lot of the filming for Crazy Rich Asians. Wow, which I've never seen actually. Yeah, Me yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it was no. simple, but, but Constance yeah. Wu is in it. She's Constance, a delight. Yeah. I reckon me and Drew go to the raffles. We're like, when's the raffle? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm on a meat train. Man. I so, haven't, I haven't yeah, seen it, but apparently it's like basically just like a two-hour-long tourism advert for Singapore. Yeah, really? Right. Rich Singapore. Trillion yeah. and billion Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> so this can be viewed as a companion piece to the <laughs> So, so, it was called so the, why is it, it called the sling? Well, it was, it's not why it's called that. It's like why it became popular. So basically, apparently, they said that um, – when it was invented in 1915, women weren't allowed to drink alcohol at bars. So, like, blokes could be around drinking their whiskey and gin, but women had to kind of sit there and have water and fruit juice. And this guy, the the bartender, Mr. Boone, he was like, oh, I reckon we can get something out of these, which is why it's bright pink. He was like, let's just shove a bunch of fruit juice wow. in it, then we'll pour it full of gin. Women can drink. Everyone will think it's fruit juice. We make a lot of money. And Raffles is like, you're onto a beautiful thing. Damn. <laughs> Good stuff. There and that, it became a hit. It's been mentioned in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's been mentioned in a the lot drink? of things. The drink? Yeah, Singapore Sling. Uh, <laughs> the character sat there in the polo lounge for many hours drinking Singapore Slings with mezcal on the side and beer chasers. So in many ways, he was recording the Communion notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all finished We all finished our sling. So they were great. But we got the two, two final, final questions. questions. Oh, yeah. For Jan. Here so we go, Jan, James. The first is if I say, Jan, I'm coming to Singapore for 24 hours, the one of the optimal visit times, according mm. to Drew and Jen. Uh, and I want something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do I do? Um, okay. I'd say you'd start out, um, could. I used to always go get uh, roti prata, like roti prata and like curry uh, at a hawker stall with my dad. For we'd go on the motorbike and we'd go mm. down to the hawker stall get so get yourself a motorbike. Go have roti prata and curry for breakfast. So hawker oh. stalls, we should mention this because this is a big part of like Singapore culture. They're like big outdoor, big food outdoor courts? dining food courts. Yeah, and um, really great. Um, that's you know where you can get some of the best and most affordable food in the city. Um, they're all like graded with hygiene and it's like a b and c and so like it's like the whole fourth um yeah i would get roti prada um and then i would say maybe go to dempsey like dempsey's a really beautiful there's some really beautiful architecture and um dempsey's like an old area that has all these old buildings that have been like converted into like fancy cafes and shops and bars and stuff so i'd go walk around dempsey go to the go to little india um pretty sick around there arab mm -hmm. street and then and yeah just be eating at every yeah. available opportunity sinking cold tiger beers and oh, beautiful um, and it's always beautiful weather right it's like pretty much yeah. on the equator so it's pretty much yeah. always really nice when i hot. first moved to i went to uni in melbourne um and um i like i had no winter identity i like <laughs> didn't know how to be and yeah. i still hate it but i was just like i was like why, why would you do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hate the cold, but um, yeah, it's always like 35 degrees and sunny. It's, wow. And it's, re it's really humid. So yeah, just be like dunking in and out of a pool. There's some like cool beach bars over in Sentosa. 
go check that out. But and then I reckon let's let's go to Newton Circus. You know, it's a classic. That's the big, the main one, the main hawker stall, hawker center. So it's really not a it's not a tiger tiger in a chair circus. It's, it's not a, like, yeah. right. Okay, it's <laughs> not going to see any of Drew's favorite monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a so that's another hawker stall area. Yeah. Of the or town. actually, maybe we go to the east coast um, area and we get chili and pepper crab. Oh, oh Singapore! Yeah. We, we were talking about Singapore chili crab. Yeah, we were saying if we can't figure out how to make the sling, maybe we just have the crab in the center. <laughs> just be <laughs> like, don't mind. There's going to be a lot of cracks in this episode. <laughs> I love it. Some people think it's like too messy and not worth it, but I think like if you're there, yeah, get sure. amongst it. And that's like, I guess the best. You just said let's go to the east coast. It's like it's like you've got your own you private. Can, you jet. can walk. Yeah, there's yeah. a fucking yeah. one that you can probably go. There's no, there's nowhere you couldn't go. Everywhere's right? like twenty minutes from yeah. everywhere. Ah, that's crazy. Traffic's pretty bad. There's like a whole. You have to pay your. I think it's called like CTP or something. Well, no, it's not. That's what it's called here. But like <laughs> to have your car on the road, um, a lot of the time, basically your rego costs a lot more than your car does. Because yeah, I think I saw a Singapore meme that said like if you have a car, it's probably more expensive than the place you live. Yeah. Ah, so is that the same for motorbikes or is that? Uh, I don't know. But you said get a, is mo- is everyone on motorbikes? Is that the vibe? Oh, my dad's big into motorbikes. Ah, that's all. So right. that was like just like me and Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty big. A couple motorbike. of bikies over oh, here. That, <laughs> was actually, that was actually one of my first ever jobs. Was I worked at um the biker bar that my dad used to go to. Second episode. It was just all rich business guys. So it wasn't real biker bar. It kind of was, but it was uh, like, yeah, how do you think it, it was rich? a real biker bar, but not real bikers maybe. And right. like, um, it was called the handlebar. And, yes. um, and like, I was so young Were to you be working bartending? there. I was like waitressing. Right. And, um, and like, People, ugh, yeah, people used to get like a bit handsy and like yuck. But yeah. um, also the guy who owned it had um, like full-blown proper obsessive compul- compulsive disorder. And um, there was this wind chime that would hang over the pass. And I was t- the tallest person working there by like two and a half feet. I was like so much taller than everyone else. And I would like hit the wind chime with my head. And wherever he was in the bar, he'd like turn around and hear it and be like clean the wind chimes <laughs> 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 so I had to like scrub the wind chimes four <laughs> times a night <laughs> fucking ducking under that every yeah. time yeah. me and Drew not having a problem no not breeze no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, the dust on the wind chimes on Drew's shift. <laughs> <laughs> is that so? The night is. Are you going to Ministry of Sound at night? What's the night? What's the uh, last call, last I call? I can't really. No, Orca Towers, baby. Four yeah. Um, okay. No, let's go to the Handlebar. It's okay. Sick. The food's good. Yeah. They do like a blooming onion. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's okay. And you can ride, let's go to Singapore. I think it's like changed a bit now, but you can um the whole like gimmick of the bar was that like the it was kind of like an indoor outdoor vibe bar, and you had to ride through the bar to like park your bike. So oh, like people were just like cool. revving They're their Harleys now. walking through the It sounds like a bit of a through. cosplay bikey <laughs> thing. You know <laughs> what does, I mean? Yeah. You get a turn up there. That's pretty sick. And um, just like break a pool cue and then they <laughs> stick your tape back together yeah. for the next guy, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think there's I've I remember reading somewhere that like people in Singapore, like one of the national pastimes is like going to the cinema and like they see there's like they see more films per capita than like any other wow. country in the world. So mm. I think it's probably because it's like so hot and mm. it's like nice yes. and Aircon. cool to go into. Like and they've probably got like the Western cinema and also the Chinese yeah, cinema as well. Yeah. Like there's probably a lot of movies I could see. I um I messaged my 
like my high school girls uh, group of friends um, group chat, which is called Five Arama because there's five of us, and uh, it's still <laughs> 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 that's cool. what we called each other then and now. Pretty cool. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm doing this podcast about Singapore. Like, do you remember anything? Like, I feel like I don't remember that much. And one of them was like, we just spent an inordinate amount of time in malls. Like, yeah, and yeah, just because it was cool. And yeah, yeah, and um, anywhere with aircon, I feel yeah. like it's just. Because it is like, like you said, it's nice and hot, but it's like hot, sweaty, hot. It's, it's humid like, as fuck. Yeah, that was the one yeah, thing yeah, I do yeah. remember. Being at that zoo and I had like, I'm wearing a, a short shorts and a singlet and it's being like, I can't sweat. escape yeah. the heat. It, when you walk out of the airport and you just feel like you've walked into yeah, like you get punched a in wall. the face. Yeah. yeah. And I really like that. But um, I, I can't When it. I did, I didn't really talk about when I was there, but when I did, I stayed at Marina Bay Sands. Oh, fancy. Yeah, <laughs> I went up to the infinity pool Yeah, and that was pretty cool. But it was, Deluxe. yeah, it was pretty like gray and over. And it was one of those things where it was like, for whatever reason it was late. Cause like, you know, what, like land, tired, hung over, let's make the most of it, go to dinner. And then just like, let's go to the fucking pool, you know? So it was like the worst, you know, get, it was for whatever reason, it was the coldest day ever, which was still like 25 degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But it was like, sit in the pool. All right, we've done that. Get out. You know, it just wasn't fucking the right timing for it. But it was incredible. It was like the architecture of that building is yeah, just unbelievable. Yeah, really beautiful buildings there. There's a, the um, like the opera house, basically. Um, it looks like a big durian. It's like yeah. two big blobs with that. Yeah. And it's all spiky. Yeah. yeah, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go inside. <laughs> that sounds too bad. Oh, and we yeah. have one more question, Jim. Okay. The last question is, when all is said and done, you've achieved everything you wanted to do in your comedy and improv career, uh, would you settle <laughs> down? Improv and comedy are just not exclusive. They're, they're, they're very <laughs> separate things. Is that right, James? If I had anything to do with it, they would be separated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, would you settle down in Singapore when all is said and done? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Oh, no, thank you. Okay. Um, you know, too I, small. Too small. This town ain't big enough. For <laughs> <laughs> the five arama. Yeah. <laughs> you need to steal at least five hundred more islands from Indonesia yeah, before it's yeah. big enough. For I want to see five arama take on the Marina Otter Gang. Drew's in the Otter Gang. So. It's nice. Let me in. So um, no, no. I like. I love to go back and visit, but um. It's, yeah, it's not, you know, as a queer woman, I don't think it's uh, oh, super. Yeah. So, use it, I mean, you, we gloss over that, but you, like, is is homosexuality, like, it's a, it's a, is it one of those things that it's illegal, frowned upon, but is it actually a big deal? Like, you can't um, walk down no, the street holding hands? No, you, like, you can. You can now. But um, I just think that it's not, um, I think culturally it's a lot more accepted than it is like legally. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Which is still not good. And I, I do remember one night going, it was like a Wednesday or something. We went to ministry of sound and um, they were like, um, it's ladies night tonight. And I was like, sweet. And they're like, no, like it's ladies only night. And I was like, I think it was like one of the first moments where I was like, I want to go there. <laughs> 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 I want to go in there. But yeah. I think it was like, Oh yuck. No. And yeah. Ran yeah. Away. yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I ate that. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I love to go and visit. Um, it's super expensive and, like, I love how connected it is to, like, the rest of Southeast Asia. Like, it's a great place. It was an awesome place to grow up because it's, like, so safe. It's just, like, every weekend you just spent by the pool um, and because it's warm all year round. But, um, 
it's definitely for me now a place to go and visit, not a place to to live. To totally. live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do think it's like because I've been to uh, like Thailand and. Bali, so I'm pretty. I'm experienced traveler. <laughs> but, uh, but it, yeah. it's a strange bingo card. Asian culture, you friends. <laughs> oh yeah, I've a- done the big two. Asian, <laughs> Asian culture, you pretty much nailed down. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I mean, like Singapore is like almost like them on training wheels for an Australian to go in, and, like dip your toe into Asia in a way where it's mm. like it's so similar to Australia and it's like Western mm. influences, but then it's got all this food and all this, all this other stuff. So yeah. I feel like. You know, living like you could—it's the only place in Asia I would consider like working and living because I think it. You know, I think if you had like a job lined up and you could, and it was like we were supposed to go for three years, and my dad moved back like twenty-one years later. Right. Uh, he loved it, and he loves it. I think he like really misses it, but um, my mum hated it, and um. <laughs> I, I liked it. My sister, as soon as we moved there, like cried every day for six months until they sent her back to boarding school. <laughs> wow. Um, but she was like 12 and I was six when we moved. So it's like yeah, it's pretty different timing. Definitely. But um, mm. I think like if you could move there for like two or three years and you had a sick job lined up, I think that would be an, a great experience. Yeah. But like you'd, you'd it's grow not, tired of it. Yeah. It's not somewhere that I'd be yeah. like. Babe, should we? Should we just like have an adventure and move to Singapore? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah right. Not there's, me personally. There's no fifth floor of halls. You know? <laughs> 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 there's a real glass ceiling of halls. <laughs> but but I uh, like I for me personally like if I'm ever going overseas, I'm like on the way back one day in Singapore at the very least. Totally. Like a perfect. You know, pit stop. Yeah, yeah, palate cleanser. There's enough to do there. You're not. You don't feel like you're staying the night in fucking Brisbane. Do you know what I mean? You're not. Yeah, you still yeah. feel like you're well, a bit. That's where I'm from. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought I'd throw the boot in. Uh, <laughs> Palaszczuk and all that bullshit. Uh, um, but you know, you still feel like you're on holidays, but you can just do all the yeah. luxurious things yeah. and and that. So I, I fucking 100 percent recommend it for a holiday. Like, yeah. and you said you'd like going back. So yeah, I really do. All right, man. What That's do you want to plug? Yeah, Jen, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, the It's uh, Improv Comedy Festival's coming up um, in December and I don't know what shows I'm in, but I will be in oh. some, I assume. Um, so, yeah, check out... Um, uh, Improv Theatre Sydney Comedy Festival. Wow. And that's so Where's that going on? Live in person, no live, Zoom bullshit. No Zoom bullshit. Um, finally. Yeah, it happened it's happening at the at the Improv Theatre Sydney space in cool. Redfern on um Oh, yeah. The just next to FBI. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, there's Beautiful. heaps of, there's gonna be heaps of shows. It hasn't been um properly programmed yet, but um it's yeah. You know, I love it. Look out for wine mums, basically. Look out for wine mums, yeah. We'll be hosting SmackDown. Oh, <laughs> I love it. That sounds sick. And what's your uh, social handles? What, uh, what I'm in Credigen everywhere. So go follow Jen. So go funny. Jen. Um, yeah, and, and go see us, please. Yeah. You can find us on Community Notice Board Pod Instagram. <laughs> I looked it up because, no, because we never get it right. Yeah. I don't think. We also have like 18 different handles, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. Because I think YouTube is. Yeah, it's com notice board. <laughs> Facebook yeah. is community notice board, and we have Twitter. An email we are as well. I don't remember. Big boys sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so follow us on everything. Rate review. Yeah, We're please back rate and review. We've got a YouTube channel, a community notice board podcast. I all believe. the videos up. Um, we're doing all that shit again. We're back. We're, we're back in the studio, baby. Yeah, we're, we're loving it. it. We're gonna have Jen back to do every city she's lived <laughs> in. Fun yeah. pen. Uh, where in Scotland were you? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh, oh, let's do it. Yeah. We're gonna fucking. Cover the world. And then Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll forget some time. Jen, thank you so much. Thanks so much. That was great. What a fun episode. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.